PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming back another year. We are back bigger and better than ever. I'm excited about the new year. I have a special guest in studio today. I'm looking right at him. He looks so enthused to be here. Man, I can't wait to talk to this guy. It's awesome. All right. First things first, we are back again for 2020. RockyMountainATVMC.com is on board again. But now you can head over to KieferInkTesting.com, click on the Rocky Mountain banner, and that'll direct you to all your shopping needs over there, and that'll help us and give us a little slice of what you're buying. It shows them that this podcast is working and you guys actually care about purchasing products from this damn podcast. Holy shit, what a concept, right? I'm glad to be on board again for Rocky Master, our third year. They were on board from the beginning, right when I left Dirt Rider. So thank you guys for uh, believing in this podcast. And of course, thank you to all of you out there who knows that I am no bullshit and where I'm directing you is the promised land. It's not some fake bullshit and it's not some bad products that I'm trying to direct you. I'm trying to save you guys some money and give you guys the best outlook on your overall experiences on your dirt bike. That's what I want. I want you guys to have a good time, save some money, have a smile, and basically tell your buddies, hey, Kiefer's not full of shit. That's what I want. So that's why we're here. So RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us. Don't forget, head over to KieferInkTesting.com, click it, and go shopping. It helps us. Thank you very much. Racetech, you guys got your suspension done for the new year? Well, you know what? The best you've ridden is the best you know. That's was, that was a little piece of advice that I got from Larry Rossler back in the day. You're only as good as what you know, and Racetech is really good. You want a plush feeling? You want some gold valves? If you don't have them, you're likely missing what an amazing handling motorcycle is. So head over there, Racetech.com, get a plush feel, get your engine services done over there, and handle everything you can on your bike with Racetech. They do it all. Last but certainly not least, do you know where I'm going with this, bud? I do not know where you're going with this. That is Mystery Man over there. Huh? Where, where are you going with this? What athlete are you in 2020? I am a dirt bike rider. Oh, my God. This is going to be a great podcast, people. Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. That guy right there forgets that he is dressed up head to toe. Well, I should head to sock in Flyracing.com in 2020. The best gear out there. Oh, there he's back. Man, he's getting it. Wow. It's going to take a little while, but he's there. So... Go to flyracing.com, choose some gear, what you like, and then go to rockymountainatvmc.com. Purchase that. Send me your pictures, please. I love seeing you guys dress up in your fly racing gear at kkeefer120. Tag me in those, and we'll, uh, we'll ship those out to everyone else 
that is following me over there on social media land. All right, we're back, 2020. I have that guy in the back. He sounds like he's going through puberty. I am. That is my son, Aiden Kiefer. Tell everybody hello. Hello, everybody. Oh, boy. That was a fake break, by the way. No, it wasn't. It was worse about a year ago, people. It was pretty bad. Heather and I were like making fun of him because his voice would crack. And I remember my dad telling me not too long ago, it was, it's the holidays, right? And he had a story for me. And he's like, hey, uh, I remember one day I walked past your bedroom and I had my arms over my head and I was sleeping. And he saw, oh, I saw some hair underneath your armpits. And I just freaked out. I was like, I can't believe you're already that old. Yeah, that's kind of weird, though, for your dad to walk in. He wasn't walking in. He just walked by. It's kind of weird, though. I walk by your room all the time, dude. And I saw if your arms were over your head and I saw hair, I'd freak out a little bit. It's just weird. Why? Because you're getting older, man, and we're your parents, and we, we. But, but you did. I the saw same you thing. when you're a little boy, and now you're getting bigger, so it's just weird. But you have the same thing, though. I understand that, son. But what I'm saying is, you're getting older, and it's just weird. So. Okay. All right. So this podcast has been in the making for a couple months. Uh, Aiden graduated to a KTM 125. Well, you guys heard that podcast. If you haven't, go back to the archives and listen to it. But I thought it would be cool for you parents out there, even for you 125 riders out there that are maybe are interested in a 125, we're going to do a little versus episode. KTM 125SX versus YZ125. Of course, the YZ125 hasn't changed since 2006, really. But besides, there's a- besides their graphics, that's it. Well, no, there's other things that's changed, but it's been subtle. Oh. Um, plastic has changed. Rims have been changed. Colors. Yeah, blue uh, Front disc. A lot of things have changed, but... The KTM basically is the powerhouse in the 125 class, but there is a lot of upside to a YZ125. And of course, you guys always hit me up with which one is better. I'm this type of rider. So we're going to break down which bike is better for who because I've got mine. And you, <laughs> and as you guys know, I'm not much of a two-stroke dude, but I've ridden both of these. And I'm going to tell you which one I like better. So me and you, Aiden, will go back and forth okay. a little bit. But if you guys uh, have a little one, a little preteen or maybe a teenager, kid to want to maybe bump up to 125, this is a kid-friendly podcast. We will try to keep the cussing to a minimum. My son is in the room, so there could be a high chance that I might slip up and, uh, <laughs> and say something. My wife's in the studio today, too, and she's looking at me like, oh, yeah, I'm, I've seen that look before. So Mom's the worst. If there's one person that can get me mad, it's you, Aiden. I'm really a mellow dude (laughs) until I'm around you and you do something dumb and then I freak out. Give me an example of what I do that's dumb. Well, there's a lot of examples. It's only a little, an hour podcast. But um, (laughs) for example, hey, uh, Aiden, how's your grades? Everything's good, Dad. I'm a parent. I could check your grades. Everything's good. I got to turn this in. Everything's fine. And then report card comes and then I got a D. Lots of silence on the other side of that microphone, of course. So that is just one. We're not going to go into that right now. This is more of a motorcycle-based um, testing podcast. But we will cover that a little bit later on. So, all right, let's break this thing down. Let, Aiden, KTM 125SX, you're very happy with that bike. We're going to break this thing down. It is $71.99. 7000 basically 70000 $7,200. bucks. All right? Yep. Do you even know how much that is? You have a kind concept. Of, kind of, yeah. Kind of. Do you know how long you would have to work to make $7,200? A long time. A long time. That's a lot of chores. Yes, it is. Um, so I'm going to break down some settings here for you real quick, and then I want you, Aiden, to 
speak to the people and tell me what your thoughts are. We're going to break down the engine, suspension, how it handles. And Aiden is 5'6", 110 pounds. So if you have a kid and you want to relate, that's where Aiden's at. Uh, he has grown this summer, man. I feel like he's grown three inches, right, Heather? Yes. Yeah. He's grown a lot over the summertime. So, uh, yeah, we went on vacation to Colorado, as Heather says. She's, on a, she's not mic'd up. But he, he grew a lot, and the, the people that run into us are like, man, he's, he's grown a lot. So putting him on a 125 was a little bit um, odd at first because he was kind of small, but then he just spurred it up, and now he seems to fit that really well. So KTM 125SX, to me, uh, it was a little bit fat in the jetting department. So here's my jetting specs that we got for Aiden. 500 main jet, 35 pilot. The needle is a 6BFY43-71. We raised that clip to the second position to kind of clean that out, and the air screw is one out. So that cleaned up the jetting. We tried some C12 in this bike. It didn't run as good as It didn't T2. like it as much. Um, we would have to change the jetting for that. We ran T2, and that seemed to help that bike a little bit off the bottom end, but even for regular pump gas or T2, that is a good jetting. And also, I just want to note, uh, to do this comparison, we put an FMF pipe and silencer on both of these bikes, right? Yes. Okay, so we did that just so we're apples to apples. We could have left them stock, but I feel like everyone nowadays, when you get a 125, it's not that expensive to slap on a, on a pipe and a silencer, and it really helps these bikes. Honestly, on the dyno... Little, a little over a horse and a half on the KTM with the FMF and almost two horsepower more with the FMF pipe and silencer on the YZ125. And these are fatty pipes with shorty silencers. So just FYI, apples to apples. Um, all right, Aiden, let's break the KTM down real quick. Okay. First things first. You first got it. You're excited. You got on it, and you rode it pretty good. But – it is a little bit stiff. Yes. So talk about the suspension feeling when you ride it. The suspension feeling, it feels like a little harsh. Like we're out in the fork? In the fork, yes. Okay, because... of course, you guys out there know that's an, working with an air fork here. So that's the benefit. That's one. To me, it's a, it's a negative and a positive with the air fork in Aiden's situation. You're 110 pounds. You're lighter. So we can adjust that. Yes. So we dropped it, right? We did drop we it. We dropped the air. Do you know where that is? I do not know where that is. Where did we drop it to? So we dropped from 8.4 bar, right? Yep, to, to 8.1. Just because you're not very thick, you're taller. I'm not going to – you're DNR. We're not going to say what that <laughs> is, but if you know, you know. Yep. And 8.1 bar seemed to help with some plushness. Yes, sir. Okay, so continue on with your suspension evaluation. So, but then – um, the back end, like in the spring, we had to put a, uh, a linkage on it because yep. it kept, uh, it was a little bit high in the rear yes. for you. Yes. So when we dropped that fork pressure, it did ride a little lower, obviously in the fork. And then it did get a little bit plusher, but also made the bike stink bug. We ran the shock sag 105 millimeter and then we went and got a ride engineering link, which dropped that a little bit, which is a, it's a longer rod. And that seemed to balance the bike back out, correct? Correct. All right. So now we're at Glen Helen. You race this thing. Choppy. Rough. How does it handle? 
it feels like I get more head shake with it in mm-hmm. all the rough stuff for some reason. On throttle or off throttle? On throttle. Okay. So like going up Talladega, if you guys are familiar with Glen Helen, you know how you're making that sweeper up the start, and then you're going up Glen Helen, um, and then there, there's that right-hander. It's called Talladega. It's a big bull turn. You get some head shake in that area? Yes, I do. And then coming down Mount St. Helens. Okay. So like I said, Aiden's pretty like a string bean. He doesn't have a lot of muscle. We've been trying to work on that so he can hang on to the bike a little bit more. But the KTM is a little bit of a handful for the smaller guy. Um, I feel like it is oversprung. Obviously, Aiden's 110 pounds, and I had an optional softer rear spring that we didn't go to yet. I wanted to try the the ride engineering link first, and we did that, and that seemed to help a lot. And Aiden, in the past couple months, gained about 10 pounds, and that also helped. So we ended up leaving the stock rear spring on this KTM for him, kept the air pressure at 8.1, We left the fork at 14 clicks out. The rebound was 10 clicks out, and we left the fork height stock, which was 5 millimeters. Do you understand that? Yes, I do understand that. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I do. Why do you sound like a robot? Uh, Does he sound like a robot, babe? Yes. uh, Just just act normal. You're good. It's all fine. So, yes, I do say that. Sound like Dungy. All right. So... You got the jet inspect, fork spec, 105 millimeters on the shock sag, low speed compression, 18 out, high speed compression, 1.5 out, rebound, 12 out. I did slow the rebound down a little bit for you uh, because we opened up the compression and made it softer. So when you guys are out there and you do that for your kids, just know and you soften it up, your rebound is going to be quicker. So you want to slow that rebound down a little bit. And also, it's very important as a parent to watch your kid, right? But it also, it's very important to watch the bike and how it handles. I sit there and study, and I watch Aiden um, ride Glen Helen, and I can see what the bike is doing. Uh, if you feel like the bike, as a rule of thumb as a parent, if you're not too um, testing-based in your background as a parent, watch the bike. When he's on throttle, and if you see that front tire always moving back and forth, that's what I call a hunt and peck, and that means that fork is a little bit stiff. So you want to soften that front end up. And then if he's coming out of a corner and he's going side to side, it's losing some traction, also stiff. So you want to drop that. that where, that's where the, the ride engine um, in engineering link helps, okay? That helps that bike squat, get some traction, and remains planted. That's what you want to have your kids safe. You want that bike to feel planted. Let's talk about the exciting part to this bike, Aiden, the engine. We love the engine. Yes, we do. Okay. Why do you like the KTM engine? I like it because it pulls coming out of corners and going up Talladega. It's really fast. We don't know. What, people don't know what Talladega is. Like, well, just the, say, big, the big bull corner at um, Glen Helen. Okay. So what do you mean it pulls? That's not telling anybody anything. What's that mean? What does it mean? What does pulling mean? On throttle, right? Yes, on throttle. So when you're coming out of a corner and you're accelerating... That's where this KTM shines for you? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> Let's listen. Talk normal. Look, when you're out of a corner, to me, and here, I'm going to give you some of my feedback, okay? What does your note say about the engine? Tell me. Read for word. What does it say? It says that it comes out of corners very fast. Okay. And it pulls it basically. Go ahead. Um. Basically, that's all you got for the engine? Yes. Bullet point. Well, okay, there's my kid. 
I've been uh, working with my kid on this for how long? And that is basically what he's got in a matter of two months. So as a parent, you know my struggles. I work on Aiden with this stuff a lot, and it's up to them to make it happen, which we're going to go to your goals later in this podcast. But so coming from me, I will tell you what the engine does, Aiden. Okay. It doesn't have as much bottom in as the Yamaha. Coming out of a corner, I feel like the Yamaha has more throttle response and bottom in. But once I shift into third gear, the KTM engine is insane for me as a 125. Again, I'm 170 pounds. I'm not a two-stroke guy. But when I rode it at Glen Helen, going around these corners, third gear, man, it pulls my fat ass around. Very good. So mid to top, it pulls strong. It's very clean up top. Also, it has more over rev than the blue bike. Basically, how I look at this engine, it's more of a racing-oriented, faster type of kid engine. If you have a child that maybe is like you coming off 13, 12 years old, coming off an 85, to me, this bike might be too much from mid to top. You could get a little bit of whiskey throttle. You have good technique. You grew up riding um, trials bikes and stuff with me in the backyard. So I trust your technique will take over and help you when the bike is too fast. But you seem to like that mid to top end pull, right? Yes, I do. Okay, so Aiden, uh, we're going to get to your comparisons right now. But Aiden okay. rides very smooth. He's not a He crashes a lot, so I guess I shouldn't say this, but... He's a smooth rider, but he crashes a lot because he tries to override the bike at times. Like, he gets a little bit cocky. He comes into corners very fast. Like, I watch my kid, and I'm like, damn, that he hit that corner really good. But yet, he doesn't understand that tracks change within an hour. When that rut is so good, and he's ripping that rut, you expect that rut to be the same throughout the whole day. That's not what happens, Aiden. The track changes. Ruts change, so you can't hit ruts the same way all the time so that's how you crash most of the time um coming into corners how does the ktm feel for you obviously you're five six you're still a little bit shorter you look shorter on the ktm versus the the yz does it corner well it doesn't corner as good as the yz but it still corners pretty good okay so I concur with that statement. I've watched Aiden ride this bike, and I feel like I feel like he rides the YZ a little bit better. We'll get to that more, but I feel like the Yamaha lays into the ruts better um, than the KTM. Overall, I the KTM is a longer wheelbase. It, it's a little bit longer, so um, it takes a little bit more effort for Aiden to corner it. Again, not a lot of muscle in the upper body, so uh, I feel like the KTM kind of rides him at times. But uh, when Aiden rides smooth on an open track where it flows and it's not a tighter track, the KTM pulls Aiden around a little bit better. So I noticed that quite a bit. Also, the things I notice about the KTM is it vibrates more. Do you have any – do you notice that at all? No, not really. Okay. So the KTM – any and we, we can go on four strokes about this as well. The KTM 125 does have a little bit more vibration through the handlebars. Again – I do not like that handlebar, people. You can switch it out to a pro taper. Uh, Aiden has crashed. We have switched that bar out. It has less vibration, more dampening. Obviously, he doesn't really notice that. I I don't understand why, but uh, for me, that's one of the things that I immediately notice when I hop on a YZ. It just has less vibration through the handlebars. So um, 
if your kid is sensitive to that kind of thing, that's what the KTM's, um, one of the negatives of the KTM is that it does vibrate more. Another thing that I want to talk about is KTM comes with a hydraulic clutch and has really good brakes. Does it matter to you? Did you even notice that the Yamaha is a cable clutch and the KTM is a hydraulic clutch? Yes, I did notice that. So what, what are the positives of the KTM clutch? The KTM clutch, it doesn't burn out as easily as a Yamaha clutch does. Okay. And it's really strong coming out of like corners and going down straightaways when you, when you need that extra power there. So basically, I'm trying to, to reiterate this to you guys listening, 13-year-old trying to translate the talk here, is uh, Aiden's clutch, he, he doesn't really ride the clutch that much. He's, I try to tell him he's more of a four-stroke type rider. He rides a gear high, so he's on the clutch a lot, fanning it to get it back recovery mode, right? We call that recovery, to get it back in the meat of the power. The hydraulic clutch is much better that way. Because it never, Aiden says, burn out, but it never slips. The Yamaha clutch, although strong, still has a little bit more slippage with, uh, you know, when you're coming out of corners and you want to get that recovery and you want to slip that clutch, that hydraulic clutch on the KTM is much better than the Yamaha. The brakes, I don't even know if you notice the brakes. Do you? No, not really. So there you go. 13-year-old doesn't know anything about the brakes. That's fine for me. The, the Brembo stuff is just superior. You have more stopping power. You can get in in the corners faster. And for those of you guys that do not know this, having great brakes like a Brembo brake really helps the overall feel of a motorcycle. I put Brembo brakes on a YZ450 on the front, I should say, and it really helped the overall feel of that motorcycle. So um, to me, in the brake department, the KTM has that one hands down. And ergonomically, like I said, Aiden's 5'6". He is a little bit smaller on that bike. Do you feel like you ride smaller on that bike? Or I no? feel like I ride the same as I do as the Yamaha. Mm-hmm. But on the Yamaha, I can almost touch both feet. So, yes, kind of a little bit of a difference for me. So do you flat foot on the KTM? No, I do not. I kind of have to tippy-toe on the KTM. Okay. So... When I watch Aiden, the just overall stature of his, his body positioning just looks like he is a smaller overall human being riding that thing. So on the Yamaha, he looks like he's more adult-ish, I should say. Um, also, to me, at 7200 bucks, you know, I feel like this is a good deal. It is a good deal. Uh, KTMs are more of a racing-oriented motorcycle. Of course, they have that model race ready. I do feel like there's a lot of positives to the KTM 125. Um, just real quick as well, the FMF uh, pipe and silencer cleaned the bottom end out. It actually helped the bottom end a little bit. As as a, I'm not really a 125 rider, but I noticed that the one the the character of this KTM 125 there's not a lot of bottom end snap out of a corner. That seems to be the mo with KTM in general, even on four strokes. It's the four-strokes delivery is smoother, and then it has a ton of mid-to-top. Same thing on this 125. There's not a lot of bottom-end hit, but, man, once you shift into third gear, that thing pulls and over-revs better than anything I've felt in a long time. And it's been a while since I rode a 125, probably like two and a half years, because at Dirt Rider, we did 125 shootouts, and I remember the same thing. Like, KTM just pulled very strong in the mid-to-top. Yeah, I remember that video when you did with Kelly and Gary. Yeah, so... um Moving on to the Yamaha. All right. Uh, and I guess I didn't add to this 
And I don't know how much this really matters to you guys out there, but the overall weight, 125 is weigh about 200 pounds. Again, Aiden, not very strong. You can pick that thing up, right? Yes, I can pick. It feels lighter than the KTM. What about throwing it on the stands? Because yes. we know you suck That's at that. That's easy. It's easy for me on the Yamaha. Or so the, the Yamaha is easier hard. to throw it? Yes. Why? It just feels lighter. Oh, it does? Yes. What about grabbing how you, how you grab the bike? I grab the pipe and I put it on oh the stand. Gosh. Welcome to my nightmare. You can't grab the rear fender. Like, why don't you just grab the rear fender? Because I don't want to break something. The rear fender—you ain't breaking anything on the rear fender. I almost did the other day. That's that's because you slipped off of it with your hand. <laughs> oh boy! All right, YZ125 people, sixty-four ninety-nine, seven hundred dollars cheaper than the KTM Aiden. It's it's a good bike. It's it's. Oh, thank you for that great analysis by Aiden Kiefer here. You're just shining like a star right now. <laughs> It's a great bike, everybody. All right, everybody, that's my podcast for the day. It's a great bike. Thank you, everybody. Go buy that. Okay, what makes it... Here, here's my son. I get him the Yamaha. He rides it. He says it's not as good as a KTM. Immediately, he's like, no, my KTM's better. You can't really break it down for me why it's better. But to me, watching Aiden ride both bikes, and again, no biases here, I feel like... Aiden rides the YZ125 better. And without me saying anything, we have friends that we go riding with say the same thing about you. It seems like you ride that YZ125 more aggressively. You corner it better. You get in and out of corners better. And it seems like it fits you better. That's just me observing. I'm not trying to tell you what you like more. But watching you ride, I feel like you have better technique and is... And you're just more fluid on the YZ125. Give me some positives. This will be easy for you. Give me some positives about the blue bike. About the blue bike on the throttle, there's a lot of play in the throttle, which I like that compared to the KTM. Well, you can adjust that. We can adjust that. You we know? could? Yeah, on the KTM, we can. if you want more play, we can adjust that. There's a cable that we can adjust. All right, let's do that next. Okay. Um, it's very light. Okay. It corners really good. Okay. And the suspension on it is... It's pretty good. It's not bad for stock suspension on a bike. Listen to me. That suspension, as good as those KTM brakes are, that is how good the suspension is on the Yamaha. You will not find a better stock production-based suspension on any motorcycle. That SSS fork is good. And I think that is, for you guys listening out there to this podcast, I think that is one of the reasons why Aiden rides the bike so well is because of the suspension settings, period. I ride that KTM, and I feel some harshness. Um, it never feels like it's planted for me. But the Yamaha, I feel like the, the dampening in the fork moves. I have front and traction, even with that shitty front tire. That's two cuss words in this podcast. I apologize. Crappy front tire, okay? Um, but that, that suspension is nice. Aiden's 110 pounds. I feel like I had less work to do to get you comfortable on that suspension. Yes, correct. So you you told me the other day that you feel like it's a little bit soft. I do because I think I forgot to check the air in it, but there is no air. Yeah, there is. Oh, you're talking about bleeding it. Yes, bleeding yes. It. So Aiden and I had this conversation the other day in the garage. I said, "Okay, Aiden, we're on a Yamaha now. Now we do not put air into this fork. We let it out. Okay, spring forks like." 
when they get hot, air gets entrapped inside of it. You release that air. Obviously, the air fork on the KTM, you put air in. That acts like the spring, correct? Correct. So the overall performance of the Yamaha suspension, what, what do you feel when you're riding this Yamaha? I feel like it's not as harsh as the KTM suspension is. Like coming like give down. Give me an explanation of harsh. Like where do you feel that on the KTM? And braking bumps coming down uh, Mount St. Helens, the big hill at Glen Helen. Okay. I and what about like, just like when we ride these desert tracks out here in the rain, where do you feel the harshness? Mostly in most of all the choppy, rough stuff that we ride in. Okay. So what does the Yamaha do that, that makes that better? Mm, you know, we have the... Uh, um, basically those. overall more comfort in yes. the Yamaha. So does it move more for you? It does move more, yes. So this is what I'm viewing, guys. It's it's hard to get all this information out from a 13-year-old, but I'm trying to teach him how to test the same time when I'm trying to give you guys information here. So when I watch Aiden, overall the bike sticks to the ground on the Yamaha better than the KTM. Well, we we ride a lot here in the wintertime when it, it rains. So we make tracks. We go to current tracks. We go to rough tracks. We go to sand tracks. To me, overall, Aiden can ride the bike faster because the bike doesn't move around as much as the KTM. Granted, the weakness in this Yamaha is the engine compared to the KTM. What? You always tell me this. It's not as fast, Dad. It's not as fast. That's what you tell me a lot about the Yamaha. So where is it not as fast as the KTM? It's not as fast coming through corners. Like You really have to get into the corner for make it to make it go. So, thirteen year old talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you guys translate that out there. Is basically rolling his corners. He has to roll his corners faster on the Yamaha and get more aggressive on the Yamaha versus the KTM, where he can probably point and shoot more because the the KTM can pull you out faster. It can save my butt. It can save your butt. Mm-hmm. Because why? Because uh, did you mess up? Yes, because I mess up and sometimes I'll crash on it. <laughs> so to me, the Yamaha feels lighter and it corners better, but also it takes a little bit more aggression and maybe a little bit better of a rider to get you through those corners. Um, again, I didn't have to screw with the suspension as much on the Yamaha. Fork compression is 14 clicks out. Rebound, 10 clicks. And of course... Height on the fork is 5 millimeters. Shock, sag, I put that at 102 for Aiden. It's very tough to get at 102, but at 110 pounds, that's what we got. High speed compression, 1.5 out. Low speed compression, 14 out. Rebound, 10 out. Again, I softened it up a little bit. He was complaining about it being too soft, but I was watching it. He's still not in the shock. He's still on the rear end. He's still not touching tire to rear fender. So I feel like he's not using all of his suspension, so I kept that um, compression out. I think stock is 12. I went out to 14 and then slowed that rebound down a little bit, and that bike seemed to be calm. With the jetting, we did screw at the jetting a little bit. I leaned out the main a little bit. Come stock with a 430, I went to a 420. Pilot is stock at 40. Needle is 6BFY43-3. The clip is in the second position, and the air screw is two out. Air screw comes two and a quarter out. I went out two, and that is a good jetting spec with T2 or Super Unleaded and with the FMF Fatty and Shorty Silencer. The bike has a better sound with the FMF. I did this whole sound test on Instagram. You go to Kiefer Inc. Testing, 
about which bike sounds better. They both have a deeper, throatier sound with the FMF stuff on. The FMF pipe and silencer does add a little bit more bottom end. So if you guys are looking for a little bit more bottom end for your little tyke, FMF fatty and shorty silencer does help with that. It actually increases the mid-range and makes the bike a little bit more responsive, a.k.a. recovery. So I like a little bit more recovery on that 125, and the pipe and silencer does do that. If you guys are looking for a little bit more horsepower, you can go to uh, a boys and rad valve, or you can get a, a, a V-Force 3. Either one of those will help with mid to top end pull. We haven't done that yet, but I have ridden a YZ125 that has that, and it makes a big difference. And of course, if you're saving 700 bucks, that's basically um, going to eat up your $700 in savings right there. Don't go anywhere. Save yourself some money. Listen to these commercials. It's not that long. Stay tuned. Coming right back at you. Are you an older guy? You still like to go racing like me? And you want longer motos? Go to OregonOldTimers.com. No, they just don't go to Oregon and race. They go to Arizona, Glen Helen, Mesquite, Montana, Hangtown, Washougal, even British Columbia. I'm going to hit up two or three of these suckers next year. Ride. Bring your kids. They have a support class. It's a great time. I'm going to be there. Go camping. It's a good vibe. Go check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. If you have any questions, hit me up, Chris at Keyfring Testing, and I will help you out. See you guys there. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right there on board with the KeyfringTesting.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6dhelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay? I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys, and it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 60. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check the legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So 
Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out, bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and ScreenPrintingDone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit them at VertexPistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. And I've got one for you. Save some money. VertexPistons.com You looking to get a new hoodie for the wintertime? How about a hat? Or how about you're just going to be a good boyfriend or a husband and get your wife or chick something cool like a tank top or maybe even some socks? Go to FMFRacing.com. Look cool at the track. Look cool when you go to dinner. Nothing else says I ride dirt bikes more than an FMF hat and t-shirt. Kiefer Inc. 19 saves you some dough. You can look cool, thank me later, get best dressed awards as you walk down the sidewalk. And hey, if I see you at the track wearing your FMF swag, chances are you will win something from Kiefer Inc. testing. So do it. Go to FMFRacing.com, get yourself some swag. Kiefer Inc. 19 saves you some money. I will see you at the track with your FMF swag. Hey, are you guys looking for a battery for your bike? Is it dead? Are you pushing the button and nothing happens? Firepowerparts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And of course, they have oil too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool. Firepowerparts.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450 and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars, you don't want a crossbar. Protaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. 
Go check them out. The Race Cut Grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyforink testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper. Protaper.com. We are back with the show. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. Now, a couple negatives about the Yamaha, Aiden. Do you have any of those? Um, it hasn't been updated since 2006. Right. Does that Parts. really bother you, though? No, not really. Let's, say, let's just point this to this. What looks better to you? Both are washed. Both are outside. You're looking at both. You're a customer walking into the shop, and you look at both of those bikes. Which one do you think is more attractive? A Yamaha all day because it has the blue rims on it. It literally it looks good because it has blue, blue plastics. Okay. And it just looks like an overall like a good bike. Okay. Um, so weaknesses we were going off there? Weaknesses are it's more busier than the KTM because you have to shift it more. So basically you got to ride it a more aggressive. Yes. You got to shift a lot and, and be busy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Uh, the tires on it aren't as good. Good as... point. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, Dunlop, sorry to interrupt you. Dunlop comes with, I'm sorry, KTM's come with current Dunlops, right? Yes. This Yamaha has, still has an MX52 on it. Come on, Yamaha. Uh, you updated some things, but yet you can't put 33s, even though I don't like them. You can't put 33s or a 3SF on the in the front. Dude. Maybe you guys are getting these things dirt cheap. Maybe that's why the bike is $700 less. But let's put some current good tires on this thing, man. That's the first thing. Aiden didn't really know about the rubber on this sucker. And he's like, Dad, my front end's slipping everywhere. That's because of that tire sucks, Aiden. 52 is no good. 52. How old is that tire? Oh, man. it's it. I would say, yeah, it goes back to 2006. That's when I was born. Well, there you go. So that's Dude, how old it is. That's so, 13 years old. Uh, basically, get a get a different front tire. 3SF is back. Go to that. I could live with the 52 rear. Okay, that's fine. But let's get some traction up front and get the feeling back. So uh, for you guys listening out there, get some tires on this thing, and uh, you will have more traction. We did that with Aiden. He has a little bit more front end bite and a little bit more feel. Um you have to be more. You said like you have to be busier yes. on this thing. Anything mm-hmm. else? Any negatives? Uh, no, not really. And overall, in general, it's a really good bike. Okay, so we've laid this out. We've kind of laid it all out. Laid some settings out. Me and Aiden talked a little bit about each bike, weaknesses and strengths. You got some money saved. You're gonna go buy a dirt bike. You're gonna do. We're gonna talk about your goals. Like I said, you need to achieve those goals. Which bike are you gonna purchase? I'm gonna purchase the KTM. Okay. Why do you want to ride the KTM as a 13-year-old boy, 110 pounds, 5'6"? It gets me from corner to corner really fast, and it just pulls. Like okay. It pulls more than Yamaha. So basically, Aiden's look at, to me, and this is what I'm saying, is the fun factor of a motorcycle. He thinks the engine is better. He likes that fast mid-to-top-end character. So he is choosing the KTM because it goes fast. Which I understand. He's 13. He likes fast. He likes the seat of his pants feel. That is what you like. Yes, correct. Okay, now I'm going to break the other side down for you. I've watched you ride both. I've lap-timed you 
on both. You're faster on the YZ. I didn't tell you this whole time. I didn't talk to you about this. I didn't tell you this. This is on air, people. On both bikes, you're faster on a Yamaha. Now, that doesn't mean anything. We've done tests before in the past, done lap times against people and bikes, and some guys choose other bikes that they're not the fastest on, which is, that's fine. But you're faster on the Yamaha because you corner better on the Yamaha, and when we go to rougher tracks, that bike handles better. No, you are right. It is not as fast as a KTM. But I think because it's not as fast and it handles a little bit better, that is why you're faster on the Yamaha. Can you understand that? Yes, I can understand that. Okay, so for parents out there, you're coming off an 85. Maybe you're not racing every single weekend and you're not going crazy. You're not Loretta's bound. To me, as a parent... The YZ125 could be a better fix because it's a little bit less expensive. You can do some mods to it and make it good. But maybe you don't want to do that. Just save the $700 and have them go ride and enjoy it. It's a good bike. It's reliable. It doesn't break. And you know what? The KTM doesn't break either. The KTM is reliable as well. But it takes more maintenance with the, with the air fork. Um, the clutch is better. The brakes are better on the KTM. But for me, watching you ride, you're more fluid on a Yamaha. And obviously the lap times say that. So, now you have both of these bikes. You just need to figure out, as a parent, or even if you're a vet guy listening to this, what type of rider are you? You want a more aggressive mid-to-top-end machine with good, great brakes and a great clutch? KTM. You just want to have uh, a planted feel, have some fun, go riding, have a less intimidating engine if you're a young kid. And if you're a parent, you want to keep your kid a little bit safer because they might get a little bit of whiskey throttle like you do at times. Yep. <laughs> Go with the YZ125. Both are good. I'm sure if your little t- guy is a racer, he's going to like a KTM 125 better because it is fast. It is a race-built engine. Um, I feel like there's less work to do in that engine category than there is the Yamaha. But if you're just a guy want to spend some, some spending your hard-earned money and you want to spend less of it, the YZ is still a great choice. It's still very fun to do. And... I'm going to build you a YZ125. Yes, let's have, go. Have Mitch do a head for you, okay. cylinder, you know, and do some work to it and see how you like it. And then I also want to do that to the KTM 125 as well. All right. So we will do that, and we'll have another podcast soon about that as well. But as of right now, you're choosing the KTM 125. As a parent, I'm choosing the YZ125 because I want to save some money. I want to keep you safer, and I still think you ride it better according to the clock. So that's what I'm going with. All right. Okay, so we've set this aside. If you guys have any questions about these bikes that we didn't cover here, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. We are a full stop service shop here. We are. We try to do this podcast in a way of more tailgate bench racing talk. I try to involve my family because this is real life, people. I'm a dirt bike fanatic. My kid likes to ride dirt bikes, but he doesn't know much about them. I'm trying to teach him that way. But I want these podcasts to come across as this is just like you guys at home, man. And I want to get across some facts to you guys so you purchase the right bike. So if we didn't cover some of the things that you want to know, hit me up. Email. I am, I'm an open book. I try to answer as many emails as I can, and I try to direct your money to the correct places. 
Now, if you guys listen to Michael Allen and I talk about the YZ125X, and we mentioned about goals, about how I want my guys, my team, the people surrounding me to be goal-oriented for 2020. Aiden, we're in 2020. It's January 1st. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I needed goals from you. I told you to write down some goals. Okay, so now we're on air. I want you, okay, you're you're 13 year old. Okay. What are the two things that I tell you in life? And I'm putting you on the spot right here. What is the one thing that I tell you to do all the time and that you have to be like when you grow up? You have to be a good person and work really hard. And to keep your word. Yes. Because when all else fails, you always have your word. That's the only thing that you have. You tell someone something, you have to do that. Right? Sometimes yep. I tell people stuff and I don't want to do it, but I've already committed. I got to do that because that's that's it. That's your word. A handshake, you look a man in the eye, your word. That's what you got. Yep. Okay. What are your goals? What do you want to achieve? What are you going to work towards because this is one thing that Aiden and I have a problem with as a as a son, as a dad and a son is a motivation. You guys have kids at home in this age bracket, and you know it's a lot of it it's a lot of <laughs> It's a lot different than when we were kids. I didn't have all this social media. I didn't have phones. I didn't do shit. I went out and rode my bicycle. I was working on my bike. I did just outside stuff. So to keep you motivated and on the right track and out of trouble, what are your goals? My goals are to make it to Loretta's, try to win Mammoth, and do the 125 Dream Race. Okay, so there's three goals right there. One seems pretty lofty. Which is what? To win, to win Mammoth. You really haven't raced a big race ever. We've gone to local races. So as a goal, that's fine. I'm glad you have goals, but you have to... Work hard. Well, you got to work hard, but you have to have goals that are obtainable. Okay? I don't want you going into Mammoth and then you get sixth and be depressed. So maybe you should reevaluate them a little bit. Say, hey, I want to go to Mammoth. I'm going to work hard and I want to get top five to start out with. All right. Okay? Okay. So how are you going to achieve those? I'm going to achieve these goals by working out with you, okay. doing motos every time we go to the track, and running with you and mom um, whenever mom gets off work or when you have the time. And I'm going to mark down every day what I want to do. So, like, Wednesday will be workout day. Uh, Thursday will be running day. And then Friday will be workout day again. And then Saturday will be the day we do motos. Okay. So more importantly than motos and working out, what, are you, what, is, what is it that you have to do for me? I'm going to have to write, correct? No. Well, that, yeah, you have to write. But also you have to do your schoolwork. Yes. You have to get better than a D. Aiden got a D. On Christmas break, I checked his grade, and he lied about it. I've asked him several times, how's your grades? And he lied. So, he got in trouble. For a week. Yep. Well, it should be longer. Luckily, I'm a sucker. But it rained out here in Southern California, and I was riding, and I felt bad, blah, blah, blah. You guys know the story as a parent. And not to make this a parent show, but... It hurts us as parents to to punish you guys because we want you to do stuff with us. We want you to be included. And then when you're not included, Aiden, it affects us as well. So doing your work, keeping your word, 
And doing the things you're supposed to do will reward you with stuff that you like to do. It's a simple concept, and that is no different in life, okay? Okay. You do hard you, – you work hard, you get paid as a job. Then maybe someone notices that inside of the job, and you get a raise or you get promoted. That's how life you works. become successful. So the sooner you learn that, the easier it will become when you're in the job force. People will notice that, okay? Okay. So we're going to work on <clears throat> getting some motorcycles built for you. I'm going to keep my end of the bargain. You're going to keep your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. So everyone here on this podcast knows what you're going to do. I have my word. What's your social media? Uh, underscore, underscore, AK71, underscore. There's two underscore. underscores? Yeah, I tried. I went to do underscore, AK71, underscore, but someone took that name. Oh, my gosh. Underscore, underscore, AK71. Underscore, underscore. Wow. Well, good luck finding that. But, <laughs> uh, we're going to keep up on you. Okay. All right? And I want everyone listening to to pressure you into being the man you're supposed to be. All right. So... Those are Aiden's goals for you guys out there. I love. I'm gonna put a little goal tab um, up on my site. You guys have some goals for 2020. These aren't resolutions. These are just goals. I think everyone should be goal oriented in some fashion because of what it can do for your life. It motivates me. I like it. I have a couple goals myself. I'm going back to race the outdoor nationals because it ended pretty crappy last year. Yeah. I'm gonna ride um, a bike that I want to. It'll just be me, you, and mom. Maybe Greg. Maybe Greg. And just going to keep it mellow, and we're going to do that. I want to achieve that as a 43-year-old man. That's my goal. And then I want to improve on these podcasts. I want to help people. Those are my goals, okay? Okay. I'm going to keep my word and try to achieve those goals, right? Yep. So that's what Aiden's going to do. So this is an all-encompassing podcast, KTM125SX, YZ125. Again, any questions, chris at keyforinktesting.com. And if you kids are listening out here with your parents, treat them right. Those are, what, those are the people that support you. So if you do great things, you do your schoolwork, you come home and do chores, you show them that you're motivated, you work hard when you race, you don't give up, they will reward you. And you'll get cool stuff, you'll be happy, and you could be successful in the sport. What about you? What do you want to do when you grow old? Um, I've thought about a lot of things. I wanted to be a photographer at one point, and I wanted to be a dirt bike racer, but I also want to go to college, too. All right. Well, you got to work hard at all those things, right? Do you want to be a dirt bike racer, like a professional? Yes, I would like to do that. Do you know how much work that is? Do you know how how expensive that is? A lot. Right. It's really expensive. And and your family, we don't have, (laughs) it's not like we're balling out over here. So, it takes a lot of money. So that in order for, for your parents to... Fork out the cash for you to do that. You have to give them what they need as well. Yes. And that's for anyone listening out there. Kids, same thing. Maybe your parents aren't rich, and you have some uh, a mom or dad that are like Heather and I that look at how your kids act, how you act to your parents if you're motivated. If Aiden's sitting on his ass all day on the couch, I'm not doing nothing for him. He's not working for me. He's not doing anything to better himself. Why should I? So he has to learn. If he needs to better himself and he needs help, that's the only way to do it is you have to work and show people that you're serious. So um, I appreciate you helping me the past couple months with this. You're welcome. And uh, we're going to do some work to these bikes. But um, 
But for me, if you guys out there listening, if you guys have a guy coming off of 85, don't put him on a 250F. You rode a 250F. I liked it, but it's just too much for me to handle right now. It's a heavier bike. It's easier to ride than a 125, and I feel like with you being weaker, not strong yet, and having a bike that's easier and faster to ride, you're getting more trouble. So a YZ125, KTM 125 takes a little bit of work to ride, but also lighter and won't get you in trouble. So you parents out there, just know that. Put them on 125 for a couple of years. It's not going to hurt them. Maybe when you're 14 to 15. I can get on 250 maybe. 250F. You ride a gear high, you're kind of already a, a 250F kind of dude. So that maybe that will, uh, riding these bikes will help you become a better four-stroke rider. All right, guys. Well, thank you to Yamaha. And thank you to KTM. It's been a fun experience. Both bikes are really good. If you're racing, again, to wrap this thing up, if you're racing a lot, you want a more race-oriented motorcycle, KTM 125SX is more that it's 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 suited for more of those type of riders. YZ125 great for kids coming off of 85s, reliable, easy to ride, great suspension, um, easy to to maintain. So uh, YZ125 is great in that aspect. Let's keep these two strokes moving. Again, I know I talk a lot of crap on two strokes, but we need those bikes in our sport. For six thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars, it's a great way to get. I would say relatively inexpensive to get your kid in the sport. Or maybe you're a vet guy and you want to get one of those suckers well. It's easy to have fun, go ride with your homies, easy to maintain. And if something happens, it's easy to fix. Okay? Yeah. All right. Any parting words that you would like to say? Um, Thank you to KTM and thank you, Yamaha. And thank you, Dad, for getting me these bikes. And thank you for everything that you do for me. Okay. Flyracing.com. Flyracing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alpine Stars. Alpine Stars. Is this your podium speech? It's my podium speech. I like to thank Alpine Stars, Fly Racing. All right, guys. If you guys uh, want any settings, hit me up in my email. I can repeat those. But I'm going to throw up an article as well on keferinktesting.com. And you guys can check that out. We'll, uh, we'll break down what I feel, at least, about these bikes online. And uh, you guys can view that. So, again... You guys want to buy some parts, go to RockyMountainATVMC.com. Head over to KieferInkTesting.com and click on the tab and then go shopping. It helps us out here. It gives us a little slice of heaven, and maybe that'll get us to Loretta's because God knows we need all the money we can get to go to Loretta's. Yep. $10,000 to go there. It's expensive. So um, thank you to all my advertisers in 2020. If you guys are looking for a Chevrolet, you know we have a Chevrolet sponsor? I did not know that. All-American Chevrolet in Kylene, Texas. It doesn't matter. If you're not even in Texas, go check them out or email me, and I'll get you in contact with the guys over there. Get a free oil change and tires. What does mom want? Um, a blazer. A blazer, yeah. Chevy blazer. So we might be driving a blazer. So um, they've come on board for 2020. Huge Pulp fans. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that. So, again, All-American Chevrolet of Kylene. Thank you. And thank you to you guys. It's going to be a great new year. Any questions, hit me up. I'll see you at Anaheim 1 or at the track. Aiden's going back to school next week. Thank God. No more dirt bikes during the day. Oh. <laughs> All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome right, to 2020. Woo.